Hello, and welcome to While You Were Distracted. This is the very first podcast, and I'd like to thank you for listening and welcome you to the very first While You Were Distracted, the podcast that looks at the news that the mainstream mainstream news doesn't look at. The concept is extremely simple, so here it is. Mainstream media gets dominated by essentially a few different news stories. There are news stories that don't seem to get any traction or don't seem to even be shown to the mainstream public. And that is where this podcast fits in. So the point of this podcast is to show you the news that the media isn't showing you. I got this idea a while back when I was watching C-SPAN. I am that guy, all right? Every once in a while, I'm, I'm clicking through and I'm watching C-SPAN, and the entire media, they were all focused on some trivial issue. I don't even remember what the issue was. Um... The reason why I don't remember what it was is because it was that inconsequential. You know how they'll have the news story, um, so-and-so, dis so-and-so, and news at elect. You know, just one of those really inconsequential stories. And I'm watching C-SPAN, and I see a vote come up in Congress and get passed. Now, the vote was for the FISA Act. Now, if you don't know what the FISA Act is... The FISA is a uh, Foreign Intelligence and Surveillance Act, okay? And it comes complete with a secret court, a court where the standard of proof to get warrants is ex- is so low that I believe they've never been turned down, or if they have been, the, the percentage is so minute, it's almost non-existent. So the FISA court is basically a rubber-stamped court for the intelligence community. And this has huge repercussions for every single individual in the United States. You know, constitutional rights, Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. The very fact that this court rubber-stamps, very little evidence is needed, very little evidence is presented, and they get rubber-stamped. And they get to do pretty much whatever they want. So I'm sitting here watching the FISA Act be re-voted in without even so much as a semblance of a peep from either side. It was almost a unanimous vote without any discussion. Nobody talked about it on the floor. It It certainly wasn't in the news. And these are certain things that we need to talk about, whether or not they're actually good for our country, whether or not they're good for our democracy. So I think it's extremely important to find these little news articles. I think it's important to find these news bits so that when you are confronted with some kind of weird false narrative that they love to give. They love to to shame people who have these outside-of-the-box answers for the situation at hand when, in fact, 
the entire situation is real. I mean, I don't know I don't know about you, but I come across these articles and I tell my friends and I tell my families my family and they look at me like I'm crazy, like I'm insane, like like I'll give you an example. Like on today's show, we are going to be talking about Hillary Clinton. While you were distracted with COVID, Hillary Clinton is currently being uh, going through the court process. She's in court. She's being tried for her use of non-intelligent servers, for, 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 for non-encrypted servers. Okay, And most people don't realize that Hillary Clinton right now is going through the courts. This should be on the news. This should be in the media. Okay, whether or not you're a Clintonista or not, the the fact that she goes into court should definitely be on the news. But it's not. Then we have Julian Assange. Remember him? Excuse me. Remember him? He's just kind of disappeared, although there is more to do with him. You know, he was dragged out of the Ecuadorian embassy. You know, he's being held, and the only charge uh, against him right now is, is actually, he, he has no charges against him right now. He's being held for extradition. To, he's fighting extradition. The United States is trying to drag him back back here on 18 counts of of espionage. And, by the way, the Trump administration just levied a brand new um, charge. It used to be 17. Now it is eight, it's 18. Why isn't that on the media? Why isn't anybody talking about it? We'll talk about it right here. This is important information for freedom of speech, for the news. This is certainly more, more important than some of these asinine media blitzkriegs that happen. Why isn't Julian Assange in the news? We're going to have an update on Julian Assange. And also, while you were distracted, do you know who Josh Schulte is? Josh Schulte is a CIA agent, and he was, he is accused of being the WikiLeaks leaker that gave Julian Assange the contents of Vault 7. Do you know what Vault 7 is? Do you know who Josh Schulte is? Most people don't know who he is. Most people don't understand uh, the repercussions of what he showed and the actual implications in real time. So Josh Schulte is on my program and he should be on the mainstream media but he's not so while you were distracted Hillary Rodden Clinton is being dragged through the courts Julian Assange is being dragged through the courts and Josh Schulte is being dragged to the courts and all of which should be headline news, and all of which you need to know about. So stay tuned, because you need to pay attention, and I'm glad that you're no longer 
distracted. And let's get into it. Hillary Clinton and Cheryl Mills. Hillary Clinton, former presidential candidate, 2016, beaten by Donald Trump. Cheryl Mills was her chief of staff. Hillary Clinton served as Secretary of State under Barack Obama. Now, she is being tried currently for her use of private servers during her time as Secretary of State under Barack Obama. So let's talk about why this is so important. Let's give this perspective. All right? So we're going to go back. I'm going to take you back to 1999. We all had jobs. The economy was booming. Bill Clinton was in office. All right. And Bill Clinton was brought up on charges of getting a BJ. All right. I'm glad none of us are getting charged with that, but okay. He was getting charged with sexual favors by Monica Lewinsky. By the way, that absolutely was abusive power. So let's I'm not getting into it, but that was that was pretty abusive of power getting a an underling to give you a BJ and then that poor girl, <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Anyways, so rumor had it that Bill Clinton was gonna get brought up on federal charges for taking money, taking dark pack money from the Chinese. If you haven't looked into the financial the financing of politicians you'll find something extremely scary. It is disturbing the laws that are in place when it comes to the the financial backing that these politicians can get. It's it's in my opinion, you could literally launder money using PAC, using using political contributions. You you really could. It it's it's such a mystery as to who the donors are that it really could be anybody it could be a government it could be it could be a, a a drug kingpin trying to get out of jail it could be a mass murderer trying to get out of jail you know i'll contribute to your campaign mr president if you quote unquote give me a pardon at the end of your term so it could be anybody these these financing laws are are horrific so they so bill clinton the rumor was, was taking massive amounts of money from the Chinese government. And it was that, it was Bill Clinton's White House that actually initiated the impeachment process for a BJ because they're, they were willing to wager, see, they were willing to wager that Bill Clinton would get through the proceedings without actually getting removed from office and that the American people would be so tired of the government's freezing because when you when you bring these charges, when you impeach the president, the entire government grinds to a halt. And very little gets done. So after the Monica Lewinsky situation people were generally tired of the government's slow movement which had everything to do with 
them having to stop and check out whether or not our commander-in-chief was getting head in the Oval Office. I mean, I'd get head in the Oval Office if I could. I mean, that's just me. But that's, that's not the question here, all right? So that's the rumor, all right? So fast forward to the future in Hillary Clinton and her emails. It was found that her emails were blind carbon copied BCC, if you don't know what that means, to a Chinese company. And if you know anything about the communist Chinese government, there's no such thing as an individual business. They're all government-backed. So, so Hillary Clinton's emails from the State Department were being blind carbon copied and sent to a Chinese company. All right? And now they can't account for something like 30,000, 40,000 of these emails because they all went through private servers. The Judicial Watch activist group is going through the legal process to force the State Department to... to to give them all of their all the emails that they can you see this is really convoluted but basically Hillary Clinton could email anybody in the State Department through her private server and the State Department wouldn't have any record of it and the only record would happen would be in that individual's box but that individual's box wasn't checked because it wasn't immediately part of the warrant it was they could claim it was quote unquote outside the scope but in reality it was, the whole state department is within the scope of this search warrant but the clintons are are trying to say that the state department has turned over all of her emails hillary clinton has turned over all of her emails all of her text messages um they have searched huma abdomen They've searched Jacob Sullivan. They've searched Cheryl Mills. They've searched Phillips Bings's emails. And that there's no more left to give. That's their position. But the position of the watchdog group is we have no idea. You can't, you can't tell. There were 28 emails that mysteriously popped up that, while weren't relevant to the case at hand, definitely showed that there were more emails that were not turned over. Hillary Clinton's team says there was a good faith search, which can be argued, but the State Department can't say whether or not those emails were even looked through or when they were given over in 14 or 18. And they haven't looked through the rest of State Department's emails. That she may have sent via a private server that they had no access to. So, it's really a messy situation. Hillary Clinton left the State Department with something like 33,000 files. Federal files. That is illegal. That alone is illegal. She left the State Department with 33,000 federal files and 12 banker boxes 
which could have been filled with anything. And knowing the Clintons, especially from their last time in office, I mean, hell, I'm surprised she didn't take couches and paintings and the like. So as of right now, the entire situation is up in the air. So while you were distracted, while the media was distracting you with the COVID situation, while they were making you look one way, if you look the other way, you will see Hillary Clinton on trial. And that is what should be headlines in the media. See, even my dog agrees. That was my dog. And my dog agrees. So as of right now, we don't know. We will find out and we will let you know. So there are those who are still bitter over Hillary Clinton's loss to Donald Trump. Personally, I think it was a really messed up situation to put us in. It was either Donald Trump or it was Hillary Clinton. What horrific choices, what, what bullshit choices they put us through. You're telling me that those were the only two that could have possibly run for president. Those were our choices. Give me a break. So whether or not you're bitter, some people are bitter, some people are not. If you, if, you, if you remember her loss, a lot of people associated her loss with Julian Assange. Do you remember Julian Assange? Because Julian Assange is definitely not in the media, and he definitely should be. Okay? If you don't know who Julian Assange is, or if you do know who Julian Assange is, and you've got mixed feelings, I'm going to tell you what I think. Alright? I'm going to just straight up tell you what I think. I think Julian Assange is a hero. Julian Assange is straight up one a mythical hero out of Star Wars. Fighting the force, fighting the bad guys. All right. You know what this man did? All right. This man at great personal risk to himself great personal risk to his family, to his future. All right? Julian Assange exposed war crimes in Iraq and Afghanistan. They were literally killing journalists, killing civilians, killing children. While they were calling it collateral damage, there was a lot of it. And let me tell you something about collateral damage. Collateral damage gets pissed and comes back and blows up towers. Collateral damage makes an entire civilization hate and despise another. All right? That's what collateral damage does. So for anybody who's like, well, you just exposed some, some journalists and some civilians. I mean, it's collateral damage. Collateral damage is what's destroyed the Middle East. It's always collateral damage. Well, he pissed me off, so I killed him and five of his buddies. And one of his buddies is kids who grows up without a child, or grows up without a father, comes back, issues a fatwa, or a, you know, a, a revenge killing, 
that that's real and that happens because we don't take into account that these are real people ladies and gentlemen these are real people with real feelings moms pops children hopes dreams love they like to eat they like to pray you like to pray or maybe you don't i don't know but what i'm saying is is believe it or not they're they're not a lot different than you are how would you like it if somebody just straight up killed your father who happened to be in the vicinity of somebody somebody else didn't like? All right? I know on the street, when gangbangers do that shit, that starts street wars. In, in the mafia, that starts mafia wars. All right? How do we think that's any different here? All right? So he exposed journalists, journalists, civilians, and, and, and uh, journalists, civilians, and, and, and just abuses going on in Afghanistan and Iraq if I can't see how this is not common sense all right and any and anything you let your government do to another people they will inevitably do upon you as we see right now br police brutality you know why that shit is okay it's okay because it's okay over there it's okay because it's them so it comes over here our, our, our officers are being trained to abuse people over there in Iraq and Afghanistan. They're being trained by Israeli forces. They're being trained. They're, they're getting PTSDs from the war, and then they're coming back, and they're taking it out on us. All right? There are lots of failures here in this entire system. This is systematic failure. All right? And, and, it, and it all begins with the foreign policy and how we treat other people. All right, he he exposed the detainees at, at, at Abu Ghraib, the 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 abuses, the sexual abuses, and you know what? And most of them have never been found guilty of anything. They were all suspected of something or other by a shadowy group. He he exposed illegal spying on American citizens. All right. If, if you don't care about them, at least care about yourself. All right? He exposed the, that the CIA, along with the NSA, were collecting your data against the Constitution, the United States Constitution. You know that thing that says the government can't do shit to you because you are, you are the master of the government. You are the people. We the people. All right? He exposed... Illegal spying on Americans. He, he exposed the creating of exploits through backdoor technologies. You, everybody knows your smartphone is listening to you. Everybody knows that your, your TV is listening to you. Did you know your TV can remain off and still record you without your knowledge and then it gets sent back to free, the NSA? You do know that, right? Do you know that your sheriff's department can drive around with something uh, a new kind of uh not new but this type of technology and snag your uh conversations right out of the air well if you've got nothing if you're not doing anything wrong you shouldn't be worried listen <laughs> i'm not doing anything wrong you're not doing anything wrong excuse me you're not doing anything wrong you know who's doing a lot of wrong the government's doing a lot of wrong and they're afraid that we're going to catch on. That's what's going on. All right. Just straight up.
he he ex- he and he, explode, and he exposed diplomatic cables and of course the DNC emails, which everybody's pissed about. But if you really know this entire situation, in my opinion, the most devastating thing about this whole thing is the DNC emails and the diplomatic cables exposing um, very, very tactical discussions about pedophilia, Pizzagate. If you don't, that shit's real. Right now, currently, we'll get into it, not, not on today's broadcast, but more and more pedophiles are being busted. Okay? And it's, and it's thanks to Julian Assange and, and, and the beginning of him leaking all of these emails showing these weird-ass pedo language. When you're, listen, when you're doing something illegal, you usually have code words and stuff like that. You know? Smoking, smoking pot when I was a kid saying, hey, you know, we should, we should go to the library after school and really study. <laughs> I mean, my friends knew what that means. But if you do it in the right context, it seems out of place and you know I'm not talking about studying. So you kind of got to read between the lines because this is a conspiracy here, folks. This, this exposed the level of conspiracies that are threaded throughout our government. And I'm not here to, 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 to lay down conspiracy theory. I'm only going to throw down what is actually provable. What we can actually see, what we can actually feel, and what we can actually touch. Let's go through those emails. Huh? Those DNC emails, they're out there. Everybody can read them. They're all on the web. All right? So that's that's Julian Assange. Now, now, where was Julian? Now, what happened to Julian Assange? See, Julian Assange was accused of rape when he left Sweden. So when he got to London, they tried to haul him back. See, that was... You don't understand, all right? Now, let me explain something. Let me tell you something about the, the CIA. The CIA loves to use sex. If you've read through any of their documents, if you've seen any of their, read any of their real-life exploits, by which I mean, like, the operation where they used hookers and LSD, um, they use things like honey traps and honey pots, and they use smears like rape, in order to smear people. And Julian Assange was charged with, uh, no, excuse me, he was never even really charged with rape. He was sought for questions about possible rape with a girl he spent time with in Sweden. Now, those charges were later dropped. The matter has been since dropped by Sweden completely. And there are actually records, see, Here's funny, and there are actually records that show that Sweden's only real interest was getting Julian Assange back to the United States because of his work with, with, with what he was doing with WikiLeaks when he was exposing all of the corruption. Okay, if you would have given him time, I'm sure he would have gotten to the Republicans, but we only got through the Democrats, I suppose. So... That is the current that that he he sought asylum in the Ecuadorian embassy where he stayed for seven years inside an embassy on London in London, England, 
with his team trying to fight extradition to the United States because the ex the United States has been trying to extradite him for well it was 17 charges of espionage but it has since increased to 18 the 18th charge that has been levied by the Trump administration upon Julian Assange basically says that Julian Assange uh, aided and abetted the um, leakers the well quote unquote hackers as the as it's stated in there um, from he aided them from getting caught by authorities which is true every single news outlet does that every news outlet does that that is a uh, is a right afforded to journalists according to the Constitution you see if you suspect abuses anywhere you should be shielded from the repercussions of your honesty. If you are honest and you are telling the truth and you come out and you say something, in every way, shape, or form, you should be protected. And that's what the newest charge levied by the Trump administration is, basically stating that what he did was illegal when it was far from illegal. It is a common practice amongst journalists, amongst investigative journalists. You remember Robert Murrow, Deep Throat, and I'm not talking about the good old skin flicks. I'm talking about the secret meetings that exposed Nixon. Okay? Leakers need protection for this very reason. And that is the 18th charge that has been since levied upon Julian Assange by the Trump administration. Okay, well, let me let me back up. Okay, so he's in the Ecuadorian embassy, and finally, the CIA got to the Ecuadorians, and they let London's police in, and they took Julian Assange out about a year ago where he was found guilty of evading uh, um, warrant. And he has since served his year for evading the warrant. And he's not going back to Sweden because Sweden has dropped the charges. But he's currently in, get this, Supermax Prison. The, the, the toughest prison in England... He is there. He's, he hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't stabbed anybody. And as a matter of fact, there's no evidence he anything he did even harmed physically anybody. So he is currently in, in that prison. He is being held without any charges. He, he's just being held on uh, being possibility being um, extradited to the United States in September. Okay, so that's where Julian Assange is. And the 18th count. All right, check this out. Well, number one, all right, let's, let's, let's talk about the espionage charges. Bum, bum, bum. All information that was given to him 
that has been proven to be given to him has actually never come by hacking. While Julian Assange has been a hacker before, he is currently not a hacker. He is a publisher and or journalist, depending on how you define his title. And he is no longer in the hacking game. He is no longer hacking business. And the three... Leakers, you see, that's why it's called leaks. They're leakers. They're physical people. The, th the three leakers and the one-fourth perspective leaker, we'll get to him a little bit later, Josh Schulte, the three leakers were just that. They weren't, they weren't hackers. They were in positions where they had sensitive information that showed war crimes, that showed malfeasance, showed showed criminality upon the government and they spoke out because it's important for us to keep accountable our elected officials. It's important that our elected officials do not violate our rights. It's important that our elected officials don't just kill other people for no real reason. I don't know why this is so controversial but the three that we know of were chelsea manning edward snowden and seth rich seth rich was a dnc staffer edward snowden was a cia and chelsea manning was army intelligence none of them were hackers so straight off the bat the very fact that hacking is inside I believe every single one of these charges. Listen, I'm I'm open to correction. If you find different information, by all means, please go ahead and send it to me, shoot it in the comments, whatever. But as far as I know, they're all stem from hacking number 1. All right. And number 2, everybody's upset, but none of it was lies. All of it was true. Let's Let's forget, you know, yeah, granted, all right, our intelligence community should keep things hidden, but but you should also have the wisdom to know what should and should not be hidden, and the things that shouldn't be hidden should become delight, like the murdering of journalists, like the killing of civilians, like the illegal spying on Americans, like, like, like elected officials being pedophiles, okay? Like, like, people being tortured in the name of America. I don't want people tortured. I believe in this country. I love this country. I love I love the people. I love the, the identity that I believed we had as defenders of liberty, liberty of defenders of truth, of de de defenders of democracy. But if since then kind of reneged on all those promises too, haven't we? So we have Chelsea Manning, Edward Snowden, and Seth Rich. All leakers, not hackers. All right. Then you got possible Josh Schulte, which was also CIA. We're going to come to him later, but he uh, was also not a hacker. And it's possible he, he's not even the leaker. The CIA can't even prove it was him. And... No soldiers, no people were actually killed. They can't show that any CIA agents were outed. 
they everybody wants to point to a couple of CIA agents being murdered around the same time, but I hate to break it to you, you're confusing the cases. That was uh that was Valerie Plain. That was that whole situation. That was the White House, and nobody even got in trouble for that. Actually, I think a Scooter Libby, I think maybe it was Scooter. I have to go back and re-remember re that, but I think it was Scooter Libby that got in trouble for like six months. Uh, and that was it. Um, and while... While it did expose the gangster Hillary Clinton, there was no evidence... A political bias. You, you would have given them enough time. I'm sure they would have come in on the Republicans. There was no, there was no Russian collusion. There's absolutely no proof of that. And as a matter of fact, as we'll show you in the in the next story with Josh Schulte, hey, the CIA loves to plant Russian collusion on people. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. This man has, has put his life on the line to stop senseless murdering, senseless death. And I don't know about you, but that, that screams hero to me. And right now he is, he is pending uh, extradition. He's looking at 175 years. for telling the truth all of the charges of uh, against him are at least seem to me uh, bogus like completely bogus and he's been hiding in an embassy room for seven years and now he's in a maximum security prison where one and five of them are murderers killers and here's Julian Assange, the man who put his life on the line for a freer world, for a more transparent world, a world where uh, the, the world that people actually voted for Barack Obama for. Transparency. We voted for transparency. We voted for responsibility. He was supposed to close Abu Ghraib, Abu Ghraib, however you want to pronounce it. Guantanamo. No, he was supposed to close Guantanamo. That's right. He was supposed to close Guantanamo. But he didn't. And he could have by executive order. In a heartbeat. Everybody wants to say, oh, too much political, blah, 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 blah. So that is Julian Assange. The man, the myth, the legend. He is at... Bella Marsh High Security Prison in London. You know what? I'm gonna try to find his uh, his address, and I think if you want to, you should you should write to him and thank him and, and send him love. I think I'm I think I might do that. Actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna do that because he needs to know that his sacrifice was not in vain. Although, freedom of speech is getting smaller and smaller. So that's why it's never been more important to speak and to talk. So while you were distracted, they've been trying to bring Julian Assange to the United States.
to silence him for free speech and for transparency. And with transparency brings us to Josh Schulte. Josh Schulte was a CIA contractor, software engineer, worked for the CIA, who is being accused of leaking the trove of information known as Vault 7 to WikiLeaks. Now, first off, let's talk about what Vault 7 is. Now, Vault 7 is basically the outline of the CIA's hacking tool. It, it turns out that they are the purveyor of the most malicious malware and viruses in the world. And there's evidence that they have used this technology in the United States violating their charter. They have the ability to exploit back ends of smart TVs in order to they can keep they can basically keep the TV make it look like it's off and listen and record everything you're so, saying. They have ex, they have created exploits back doors into technology that we use every day so that they can take advantage of it which also opens up to door the doors on all these technologies to hackers to really really bad people if even if you support the CIA even if you think all oh, the CIA needs all these tools the CIA breaks these tools so that they can exploit them for their spying needs but then leaves them vulnerable for other hackers and and it's shown that they've been trying to develop the technology to completely take over control of the brains of the brand new computerized cars the ones that can drive themselves so imagine they break that technology and then some malicious hacker is able to get in there and take control of your car. Okay? And one of the very, very malicious tools within their spying arsenal, they have the ability to falsify their... What, it, what do you ever you want to call their technology prints they they can modify so they can break in to a computer take all the data and then they can make it look like Iran did it or Russia did it they can leave language fragments and it makes it look like the Russians did it you remember all those conspiracy theorists who kept saying the Russians didn't hack our election they may not have it could have been completely the CIA that is well within their technology and it has been shown that they operate 
on American soil illegally. So here we have Josh Schulte, who they can't even say for certain is the one who leaked the information, who is on trial. Well, I mean, he's going to be on trial again. He was on trial back in March on 10 counts, eight of which were espionage counts. He was found guilty on, on two counts, none of which were espionage counts. One was lying to the prosecution and the other was I think it was um, contempt of court which I mean if he is definitely if he's not guilty which it is completely understandable I've I would have contempt of court too but the eight actual espionage charges they were not found guilty of. As a matter of fact, the jury was deadlocked. It's hard to convict somebody on telling the truth. And now in May, late May, they've decided that they're going to go ahead and charge Josh Schulte again, reconvene another jury. See, Josh Schulte, his his lawyer tried to demand a, 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 you know, a resolution to the whole situation by way of not guilty on the rest of the charges. But they said, no, we're going to forge ahead and we're going to charge him again. The next trial, the next case should start up around September as well. It looks like they're trying to stack a lot of the intelligence whistleblowing trials together so it makes it very difficult to report on not that anybody's reporting on it remember nobody is talking about him in the media he is this should be headline news this should be everywhere Josh Schulte if he didn't do it he needs to be released immediately. If he did do it, he deserves our respect. What he did. So there you have it, folks. There you have it. Hillary Clinton is currently on trial. Julian Assange is fighting extradition. And Josh Schulte is being retried for espionage. I want to take a brief moment and thank you for listening to the entire thing. I know it was a rough draft and I appreciate it. I'd like to point out that you probably learned more in this brief time with me than you actually learned by watching the mainstream media. I want you I want to encourage you to go out and seek information on your own. And if you like what you hear, if you if you if you enjoyed the content, I'm sure the broadcasting will get a lot better as I go along. I'm going to put in music, I'm going to put in sound effects. 
not going to make it hokey, but I'm definitely going to fill it in a little bit better. But if you like the content, baby, <laughs> hit that subscribe button. I'm going to put out content as often as I can. Right now I'm shooting for every seven days. I want to put out roughly a one-hour show. You know, listen to me on your drive. Listen to me in the background of your your office. Listen to me wherever you want to. Or listen to somebody else. Whatever you do, <laughs> listen to other views other than what's on the mainstream media. So until next time, Thank you for listening. Took massive, massive guts and, and was definitely necessary. What he did had an actual effect on our elections.